fill. And this is your kind of episode of the Dogs Gotta Eat podcast. Um, lone Wolf in it today. It is 12.50 right now on Thanksgiving morning. So let me be the first to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Um, things are kind of weird now. So, um, you know, Chris is going to be in and out. Sean um, is in the middle of basketball season. So he's got refing and stuff like that to do. So this is going to be a quick one. Nothing too crazy. Um, give you the picks for this week. Go over a little bit um, what I see going to happen for the gonna going going to happen. Um, what could happen this week? Go over a little bit of last week. Um, you know, no segments, nothing like that, nothing too crazy. Um, just me, lone wolf, lone wolf in it. So we'll see how boring and stupid this is. Um, but coming off a uh, win for the Browns against the Lions. 13 to 10. Uh, it's tough. It was tough because you won. And in the NFL, as we've seen, look at the Bills, look at the Bucks, look at the, the Rams, look at these teams that have won kind of crazy games. And don't tell me a win is a win. You know, you, you take what you can get. But you're you're now in a weird spot. Baker's hurt. It's clear to everybody. Uh, Chris has made fun of me and Sean multiple times, saying we're Baker homers. You know, we're Baker shills. We'll we'll do anything to back Baker up. We'll make any excuse, and that is true. In a lot of stances, in a lot of circumstances, it is true. I've been the big time Baker supporter. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from I just really, really, really want him to want him to succeed because I know what the other side of that coin is, and it's looking for a quarterback for God knows how long. It is losing games. It's firing coaches. It's firing GMs. And right now, I really think you have a situation where. You have a good coach. You have one of the most respected front offices in football right now. And you've got to make a decision on your quarterback. And right now, Baker's not helping himself. He's hurt. He's hurt as hell. Bruised knee, bone bruise in his knee, which is crazy. And then today it came out that he has a groin injury. Um, heel injury, the shoulder we all know, and he's toughing it out, and I respect the hell out of him for it, but that was a game where you can play case, you know, I think you get the same result, because the defense held him to 10 points, yeah, they let, you know, DeAndre Swift rush a run all over him, which it is what it is, but you won the game, and I think you get the same result with Case Keenum. Now, you're in probably, up to this point, the most important game of the season, and your quarterback's still banged up. Now, you get, 
I don't want to say an extra, but you get a little bit extra with being a night game. And Kareem Hunt is back. Jack Conklin is back, which I think being injured gives Baker much more confidence knowing that he's got his starting right tackle there. Um, for as injured as Conklin's been all year, you hope that maybe the knee got a little bit better while he was, you know, nursing the elbow. Um, but you now sit in a situation where you have to win this game. Now, we've talked about it multiple times on here. Who knows what the record you're going to be. You know, me and Sean talked about it last week. Ten wins looks like it's going to get you into the AFC for the playoffs. I don't know anymore. There is a situation where you could be 9-8 and eight and make it to the playoffs. No week is guaranteed for any team. We saw just a couple weeks ago the, the Bengals were number one. Now the Bengals are not even in the playoffs. So not every week is guaranteed as you're seeing. But one thing that happened on Sunday that I was going to go on a rant on no matter what, and now it kind of helps that I'm by myself, is you know Baker gets booed and you're winning and Baker gets booed by the fans and there's two sides that are saying well why would you boo a guy you're winning don't boo your home team it doesn't make any sense there's the other side that is saying well I pay money for a ticket so I can do what I want if I don't like what you're doing I'm gonna boo you I'm gonna tell you how I feel I'm gonna boo you and make you look stupid I'm on the side that says you're the home team you're winning you won the game yeah your quarterback played like shit who gives a damn Ben Roethlisberger played like shit most of the year and they're winning not Sunday but they were Jimmy Garoppolo plays like shit a lot They've been looking pretty good lately. You don't see him getting booed. This isn't to say all fans are like this. But Browns fans are some of the dumbest fans there are. And there are people that are probably listening to this going, Phil, why would you call out your own fan base? Because I'm realistic. Some of you are absolute idiots. Why would you boo him? And then he didn't talk to the media on Sunday afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. Because he hates all of you right now. He really, really, really hates all of you. All of you that sit there and said, well, Odell was the problem. Odell was the problem. Baker's the man. And then quickly switched to, well, Baker's the problem. Baker's the problem. Odell was really good. We chased a really good guy out of here. Newsflash, who doesn't want to be here. He asked for a trade in the offseason. Everybody knew that afterwards, which is dumb, but he didn't want to be here. Okay, he's not here anymore. It doesn't mean that Baker's a problem. And for those that booed and said, well, I have the right to boo. I paid money. Okay, think about what you're saying. I paid money, so I get to tell you how I feel. I paid money. You play for me. 
So guess what? Boo, you suck. So you get to pay your money and feel as though you can do whatever you want to somebody? Hmm. Hmm. Doesn't sound too good. Sounds like stuff that used to happen a long time ago. And given what the demographic of most of the NFL is, sounds kind of stupid. No, you shouldn't boo people. You can boo, do whatever you want, but don't look at the mentality like, I pay your salary. No, you don't. Baker owes the city of Cleveland not a goddamn thing. Did you draft him? Dave? Who works nights at Amazon? Did you draft him? Chase? From fucking Westlake? The 18-year-old senior at St. Ed's who's... I'm going to Miami of Ohio next year. Boo, you baker. You suck. What's your backwards dad had looking like a douche? Use the names Dave and Chase. I have a brother-in-law named Chase. Doesn't mean he, he's not that guy, but... You don't... You, you, you have the right to boo somebody, but understand that he has the right to tell you to kiss his ass. He doesn't owe you anything. He doesn't owe me anything. He doesn't owe the city of Cleveland anything. He owes Jimmy Haslam, D. Haslam. He owes technically Hugh Jackson, I guess. He owes them. I can't remember, I don't know why I can't remember. It's one o'clock in the morning, I can't remember the name of the GM at the time, but he owes it to them. It doesn't owe us anything. It's a business. That fifth year after he he's he, that's done, screw you. I'm out. You wanna boo me? When I'm playing my, I'm trying to do the best I can. Hurt because I care about this city. Because I won you a playoff game last year. Because I got you to the playoffs last year. And you wanna boo me? Screw you. And people wanna attack his wife. Look, I. I said it with the Odell thing. Yeah, his dad shouldn't have done it. Blah, 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 whatever. At the same time, don't you want somebody to have your back like that? The way Baker, the way Odell's dad has his back? The way Baker's wife has his back? If nobody's going to have your back, who would? If anybody's going to have your back, it's going to be the person you're married to. It's going to be your father. Like, <laughs> those are the people that are going to have your back. So yeah, it's the same way that if I came home from my job and I was pissed and I was like, they don't give, they don't give me any damn respect. Hey, they don't give me no respect. That's stupid. Um, and I'm just getting passed over and I'm, you know, busting my ass and it's just not paying off. Or you know, I have a bad week. I hope that my wife would look at me and say, hey, it's okay. You got this. You know, they don't appreciate you. Keep going. You got this. Keep working hard, and you know what? Maybe when you work a little bit harder and you, you got some time in, screw him, go somewhere else. It's just because he's a famous athlete that we forget that they're the same exact people as you and me. Playing NFL football is a job to them. The same way you go to your nursing job. 
the same way you go to your accounting job, the same way you go to your landscaping job, it's a job to them. It's a business. The NFL is a business and it's a cutthroat business. And guess what? Here's a little fun fact for you. If you want to say, well, I bought his jersey, so he owes me. Don't owe you a damn thing. Pat McAfee said that they make about 1% on every jersey sold, so you're making pennies on the dollar for those jerseys. They don't give a shit whose jersey you wear. If it's a Browns jersey and you're coming to the game, who cares? They don't give a damn. Neither does the front office. The front office doesn't care if you like the person. If they're winning games, they don't give a damn. So the whole idea of booing Baker at home when you're winning a game is moronic. And you're a moron if you did it, and you're a moron if you support it. It doesn't make any sense. If you're losing a game, I get it. But this is Cleveland. We've done it before. We did it with Tim Couch. For those who don't remember, Tim Couch, don't remember what game it was, got a concussion. Played like shit. Eventually got taken out of the game. The fans cheered. Fans cheered. When he was hurt, he was leaving the game. Afterwards, broke down. Just saying, I'm just doing what I can. I'm busting my ass up there. And Baker's doing the same thing. He's playing hurt. Whether you want to get into the argument of should he be playing or shouldn't he be playing, it doesn't matter. He's doing. He's doing what he believes is best. Is believes is best for this team. And it's on Stefanski at this point to tell him, hey, it's not best if you play. That's on him. That's not on Baker. It's not on the front office. It's not on Andrew Barry. It's not on Alex Van Pelt. It's on Stefanski to say, hey, we got Kay, sit down. Take a week off. We'll see what happens. We'll reassess. Baker's fifth year is already there. So the people who want to get mad and say, well, he's playing for contract, not playing for contract this year. This year's washed. This year's chalked. It doesn't matter. Next year's the year for his contract. You, fingers crossed that he plays better and he's fully healthy. He should be. So the idea of well, let's start looking for a guy now. Jimmy Johnson said something on Sunday at halftime. You don't, you don't look to make a change until you have a solution. You don't, you don't buy it. You know, people don't. People don't look to sell their house before they even start buying a house. I'm going to sell my house and I'll figure out the end. Smart people don't quit a job until they have a job. People that are super ballsy and just really believe in themselves. You, you have to have a solution before you can cut the problem. You don't have a solution right now. You're not going to get Rodgers. You're not going to get Russell Wilson. You might get Matt Ryan, but I think he retires before he leaves, before he goes anywhere outside. This quarterback draft sucks. Take a guy in the second round. I'm fine with that. Take a guy in the second round. Take Sam Howell. Take Kenny Pickett in the second round. Sit him. See what happens. You're not going to get a first-round quarterback. You're just not going to. So the game was ugly on Sunday, yeah, but you won. You're 6-5. and five. You're 6-5. and five. In the AFC, that's crazy right now. Where you don't know who's going to win. You don't know who's going to lose. And the Bears screw us. By losing to Tyler Huntley and the Ravens. Because 
Lamar Jackson has doo-doo butt. Which, it, it would be... Like, if it was something serious, I should preface this by saying, if it's something serious, like, obviously I hope he figures out what's going on. If it's just he has a really bad diet, it would be the funniest thing in the world to find out that the reason why Lamar Jackson's career gets, you know, screwed up is because he just can't stop pooping his pants. <laughs> but, you know, you go into this week, you're 6-5, and five, Sunday night football against the Ravens. Lamar is going to play. You have Kareem Hunt back. You have Troy Hill maybe back. Jack Conklin is for sure back. You Baker now has a groin injury. Um, DPJ. Um, I don't know if DPJ is coming back. Let me see here. Um, you may have him back. You, your defense, you know, maybe you have a scheme for them. CPJ is still questionable, so we'll see. Um, you know, I hate it. I hate it. But I have confidence going into this week. I have confidence. I think that your offense is going to have your. You're getting healthy at the right times when other teams are not getting healthy. The Ravens' defense is one of the worst in the league at giving up massive plays. And the way the Browns have won games against good teams is by big plays, i.e., Bengals last year, Donovan Peoples Jones plays, i.e., last year. Titans plays Donovan. The Donovan People Jones throw is tight. You have big plays at work, and that's what you need. I think this Sunday is going to be a healthy diet of Chunt. I think Miles is going to get after it. I'm hopeful that Joe Woods shows blitzes because that might be the way to beat Lamar. Is by just sending tons of blitzes his way because this season has shown he doesn't. He has not done well against blitz which we don't blitz a lot but maybe we do this game who knows um i do i unfortunately have confidence and if you're gonna win one of these two games this is the one to win winning winning the one at home feels better from just a locals perspective but this one feels better because it's on prime time you're on prime time everybody's seeing it and you can say, okay, cool, we won. Maybe people will start believing in us. If you get destroyed on Sunday night, it sucks. Because it's all anybody's going to talk about Sunday, Monday morning. If you get in then bye week and then you lose, okay. Get lost, gets lost on the shuffle. It's not a big deal. So I'd rather you win this one. I have confidence. I don't know why. <laughs> I think just because of how crazy and wonky this season has been, it gives me confidence there. Um, but I think I think this is this is a game where Baker steps up. I'm not gonna say it's a great game because I think it is gonna be a healthy healthy diet of chunt. I think I think the offensive line getting fully together is is a, is really huge. Um, 
for Baker's confidence. So I think that's the biggest thing is when he gets back there and he drives back, he's scared because he doesn't know who's coming from where. And with having Blake Hans at that right tackle spot, it, it, you know, from a quarterback's perspective, it does. It, it worries you if you don't trust that guy enough. And I don't think he does trust Blake Hans, which, I mean, you don't blame the guy's the guy's a guard primarily, and now he's playing tackle. So, um, you know, we we underestimate how much this injury is affecting Baker's mindset more than anything. And I'm not even going to go into the whole, you know, a couple weeks ago Baker said, yeah, this has been the most mentally taxing season and physically taxing season in my life, but nobody gives a damn, and that's a problem. Because 2021, we see what's happening with Everson Griffin and, you know, Calvin Ridley taking time away, Lane Johnson taking time away. It is important. There's still people, man. There's still people. I'm not going to go into it more than that. Um, but it's a big game. I think being on Sunday night is is where all the pressure comes from because Lamar plays really, really well in the prime time. Um but I think if Joe Woods can dial up blitzes and he can really, really, really push push the pace of the game on defense to be more chaotic in what he's showing from blitzes, I think that can screw Lamar up. Um, and that can kind of throw Lamar for a loop. We saw it against, we saw when he played Miami, really didn't know what was going on for the most part, and he got kind of turned around at times. So we'll see. Like I said, I have confidence. Um, picks from the guys, Chris has confidence too. He's got 28-27 Browns. Uh, Sean has Ravens 31-27, so not as much confidence, obviously. Um, and then I've got uh, Browns 24-21. I think it comes down to a late, late field goal. Um, Chase McLaughlin comes up clutch. He's been really good this year. Um, I knew he was going to miss that kick last week. I knew it. And then the blocked extra point, like, that really wasn't his fault. And I don't even want to get into the Jamie Gillen thing. The worst player on our team is the punter, and it's not even close. Like, Jamie Gillen is absolutely horrendous. And I don't know what happened, but he's dog shit, and... He won't be here next year. That's easy. He's just not going to be here. He might not be here at the end of the season. Um, but you win this week, 7-5, and five, going on a bye is massive. It's absolutely massive because you go into a bye, you win the bye no matter what. You hope that, hey, maybe the Ravens lose again. Maybe the Bengals lose. Steelers have a rough schedule going forward. You sit on that bye, hopefully you get the losses that you need. You keep going because right now it's going to come down to that Bengals game at the end of the year. That's really all that matters in the end is just getting to that point where that where that matters. Um, so I got picks. We will move right into picks. Um, let me find Chris's picks. Damn, he he sent me these a long time ago. Where's Chris's picks? Um, he sent them to me yesterday. 
This makes for a great radio while I'm doing this by myself, but we're hoping to stick with everything. Um, get back into a rhythm with me and Sean at least, and Chris will be back. Um, so, uh, Chris's picks. His favorite, he has the Bills, minus six and a half at New Orleans tomorrow night. Um, should be a good one. That's the best game of that day. Um, the Bills need to bounce back and show that they're not frauds right now because they certainly look like it. Um, his underdog is the Titans, six and a half at the Patriots. I don't know. I think the Patriots are really good, and it scares me. I think Mac Jones is really, really good, and we're starting to see the makings of early Brady. Not obviously saying it's what's going to happen, but he had this. He's doing exactly what Brady did. Great defense, running game, don't make any mistakes. He's doing the exact same thing that he did. Um, for his over, Chris has the Rams at the Packers. Uh, 47 and a half should be a good one whatever is going on with Rogers toe saw that all week that was gross or all day today uh, and then his under is Chargers at the Broncos under 47 and a half so that Sunday night games Chargers was wild Chargers Steelers uh, his game of the week is the Rams and the Packers uh, Sean's picks, game of the week, Rams at Packers as well. His favorite is Panthers minus two. He got it minus two, let me make sure. He has got Panthers minus two at the Dolphins. That game's going to suck. Um, he also has the Titans plus six and a half over New England. Over Rams, Packers, 47 and a half. And his under, which is also his woof game of the week, is the Jets at the Texans, 44 and a half. Um, so let me give you my picks. Um, I think my favorite is I'm looking at this while I'm going through it with you guys. So um, let's see here. My favorite, I like the Bengals at home against the Stellars, minus four and a half. I think the Bengals are still good. I think the Steelers are, are starting to hit that point where Ben's age is catching up to them. Everything's catching up. Their defense is banged up. And I think it's going to start catching up to them as the season goes on. Um, my game of the week, I'll go back to that, is the Bucks at the Colts. I think it's going to be a really good game. The Colts are starting to show that I think they're for real. Jonathan Taylor is probably the MVP at this point. Um, Buccaneers coming off the win on Monday night. They're looking to show that, hey, they're not frauds. Um, and I actually like that as my underdog. Uh, hmm. Now, I like the Lions. Lions plus three. Jared Goff is playing against a bad Bears defense. A Bears defense that has given up on their coach. Everybody's given up on Matt Nagy. Andy Dalton starting. I like the, the Lions plus three at the Bears. Um, but I do really, really, really like the Colts plus three, too, as an alternative for me. Um... Let's go to my over. Let's go. 
<laughs> there are some this weekend's weird with the Thursday the multiple Thursday nights that throws you off. Um Let's go over Bill Saints forty five and a half. I think that's one of those weird games where things can just get out of hand and it might just be the Bills just taking off and destroying them. And my under, I like the Oh, Seattle at Washington football team, 46. Both teams are really bad, and they're not going to score a lot of points, even though the defense for both teams is bad. Um, not going to score a lot of points at all. Um, let me see something here. God, the Bears, Lions, under over is 41. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, that is everything. Again, a weird show. It is 118 now. Um, the Lone Wolf Show. It probably sucks, but I wanted to make sure we got an episode out. Nobody's going to listen to it, but I wanted to get the episode out there. So people could listen to something, at least get our picks out there so people knew. Uh, I don't have the standings in front of me right now. I'll get those. But everyone, have a happy Thanksgiving. Listen to this with your family. If you're sitting at dinner and you don't want to hear your uncle talk about how the liberals are ruining America or your crazy aunt talk about how Republicans are trying to kill everybody, um, have a listen to this. Enjoy around the fact that I have to sit here in my office at night with my two dogs sleeping at 1.19 in the morning and talk about the Browns, just so I can get a podcast out for nobody to listen to. So, um, I appreciate everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, and as always, go Browns.